Hotty ho, you handsome hunk. Grab a snack and gain some chunk. If your day is great or really sunk, we hope to help you shake the funk. So if you're good to hear some junk, buckle up, it's the Junk Monk Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Junk Monk Podcast. I'm your host, Candace Sloan, who you know from Instagram at Hardens and Hard Hats. And I'm Noah, your co-host you know from right now. If this is your first time listening, let us fill you in. We are watching and reviewing every episode of the USA hit TV show, Monk, right here each week. We're going to do stuff while eating a little bit of junk. So, today, I don't really have much junk. I have, well, I have a meal here, actually. I have rice with a little bit of soy sauce, you know. And I got I got that Dr. Pepper, so we're going to be chowing down today. And I have some Pop-Tarts, and I'm not sure which flavor they are because they were just out of the box. So during Surprise. junk time, I will be surprised. Also, you must know, I've seen every episode of Monk. I'm a huge fan, started watching in about 2007, and for the most part, watched it as it aired. I've seen season one and those we've done on the show, and a few scattered here and there in different seasons. So if you're ready to start the show, Toby, take it away. Here's what happened. All right, Candace, this is Mr. Monk Goes to the Hospital, Season 5, Episode 16. In the opening scene, we see the inside of a hospital. It's late and a very slow-moving patient is making his way through the hallways with his oxygen tank in tow. He makes it to Dr. Whitcomb's office, where the doctor seems to be surprised to see the patient, and even more surprised when the patient proceeds to beat him to death with the oxygen machine. Next, we see Natalie and Mr. Monk entering the emergency room as Adrian has a nosebleed that has lasted all morning. Once he is checked in, Natalie insists that she be able to leave as it is her day off. Ultimately, she gets her way and Monk is left to fend for himself. Of course, being Monk, he literally stumbles upon the murder and calls in the captain and disher. The first clue is a piece of label from the oxygen machine that had fallen off in the attack. The issue is it belongs to a geriatric patient Johansson, that has been hooked up to machines all night. Quickly, Monk pegs a different man, Dr. Scott, as he has the same bruise on his leg that Adrian and Randy have gotten from the crooked coffee table at the crime scene. The only problem is that he was also a patient of the night before, hooked up to the machines, none of which stopped monitoring him all night. When Monk does a little digging, he discovers that the hospital rooms used to be adjoining, and when he is able to pop through a false wall between Scott and Johansson's wall, he figures it all out. Dr. Scott had made sure that Johansson had that particular room and even prescribed him medication that would ensure that he would be out for the night. Then he snuck in Johansson's adjoining room, placed his heart monitor onto the sleeping patient's chest, took his oxygen machine to commit the murder, and snuck back into his own room with no one the wiser. Monk knew that if he could get both patients' EKGs, they should match up perfectly. However, Dr. Scott interrupts his snooping and severely beats him with a crutch. The doctor admits him to the hospital and drugs him, leaving him motionless and speechless. And on top of that, he set up a nurse to administer a drug he is knowingly allergic to. Natalie luckily has ended her date early and gone back to check on Mr. Monk to find him helpless in his hospital bed. It takes her a minute, but she saved him just in time from his deadly dose of tetracycline. So, Candace, what did you like about this episode? Okay, we have Mr. Monk, obviously, in the emergency room, right? Mm-hmm. He is stressing that he would like to be seen in front of all of the other patients. Mm-hmm. Well, to be fair, he wants to be seen before the patients that are coming in after oh, him. Yes, of course. Like, excuse me, I believe I was here first. Uh-huh. And the nurse, she's so friendly, and she says, that man has a head wound. And he's like, I have a head wound. <laughs> Uh, you have a nosebleed. Yeah. My nose is on my head and there's a wound. 
head wound. Do you need a dictionary? <laughs> was so savage. The the beginning is very spoopy. It's a very spoopy episode. It reminded me a lot of the asylum. Is spoopy supposed to be spooky? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's very spoopy. What what is spoopy? I don't know what spoopy is. No, because you're not cool enough. To know what spoopy is? Yeah. Um, I think, I think it's a thing. I don't know. Is spoopy a word? <laughs> is spoopy a girl? <laughs> oh my gosh, this episode is getting off to... Oh, okay. Answer. Spoopy is a word that describes something that is scary and funny. So I guess it's just spooky. Wow. Never, never mind. That is educational. That was actually kind of educational. That's interesting. Okay. So, yes, it was spooky. It was kind of like the asylum. I, I like that. Yes. It was it, w- it was a little um, suspenseful as to, like, okay, this old man, like, oh, he's an old man. Where could yeah. this old man be going? Did you think at all that maybe he would die? Yeah, I thought he was going to die. Like, you didn't think he was going to be that, the... that was just my monk mentality. Like, oh, but I guess no, this, expect the unexpected. this sad old man's going to die. And then he goes in there and just bludgeons the guy to death. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh. Okay, well, um, Monk the entire episode, or most of the episode, has a no- nosebleed, so he's like, has his nose, and he like, he doesn't talk like that. Yeah, he really he, doesn't, he just is holding over, but his head's tilted back. Yeah, yeah, he has, which I heard doesn't help. Like, it makes I, it worse. Okay, I heard that too. But well, I, I think okay, that's recent. I didn't hear that it makes it worse, but it's that basically it doesn't do anything, uh-huh. and all you're really doing is making the blood go back into your throat. Which causes people to gag, and so okay, that's th- like there's no point basically. Um, so what was your point about that? Just that he has oh it oh oh he so he's he's looking up the entire episode right, and so Natalie's kind of like looking. He, she's being his eyes and ears or whatever, and so in one conversation the nurse gets a phone call while talking to Natalie, so she's like hold up and like puts. The little, you know, like, hold up finger. Yeah, like, wait a minute. Like, yeah, one wait minute. a minute. Yeah. So then Natalie's like, oh, Mr. Monk, she's holding up the finger. <laughs> the bad finger? No, 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 the pointer finger. <laughs> so, yeah, Natalie's. Yeah, and, and then I don't know what he says or they say to make her. She gets pissed off. Yeah. And she's like, okay, now she's holding up the bad finger. Uh-huh. I don't remember what it was, but I'm sure it was something annoying that Adrian said. Um, that I can't remember that part, but I do remember the part where this this old Vietnamese guy comes up to the counter and he's like, oh, you know, he can't speak any English. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to do the accent, but he can't oh. speak any English. And Monk is like, um, excuse me, I actually happen to speak Vietnamese. And um, he's saying, oh, what is that? Okay, yeah. He says he's feeling better and, <laughs> um, and he's fine and that, oh, he, I think he's talking about me. He says, this man here, he would like me to go in front of him. <laughs> and the, the nurse says, I speak Vietnamese. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Monk quickly says, okay, I'll be sitting over there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. Okay, also, the first doctor that Monk sees... That helps him actually, like, cauterize his mm-hmm. nose. She was super nice. Do you remember her? Remember what? She, oh, yeah. She was like, oh, no. That's one of my dislikes, actually. The because nerd, that's the how I got is? my flu shot. 
Except well, the lady was mean. She put it up your nose? Your flu shot up No, your nose? no. She was just mean, like, oh, I'm not going to do it. And then freaking oh. injected three billion tons of weight in oh, my freaking okay. arm, and it hurts so bad. And my mom was like, and my mom was like, <laughs> okay, yeah, I definitely, I totally forgot about her tricking him. Mm-hmm. But to be fair, that emergency room was full of people, and she didn't really have time for this grown man to be like, wait, 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 wait. I thought, I, I thought, I thought. Other than that, she was really nice. I don't know. She just had a really nice like it demeanor gave me about her. Candace. Yeah, it okay. was very. I, I would say. You're right. As a patient, no matter how nice she was to me before that, if she had just stuck that up my nose without telling me, oh. I would have been mad. So you're right. Okay. It was like scratch it. Just it scratch was, it. It was the ultimate betrayal. I looked at my mom and I said, <laughs> "You traitor." I like Savage Natalie. Everyone, she's very savage in this episode. She just leaves Mr. Monk. Oh. She's her own woman, prancing around Prego Natalie. She she says, "If you really want me to stay," and she's like. And he says, yeah, I really want you to stay. She's like, okay, I can't. <laughs> I got to go. She's a savage. Okay, Randy has a lot, I think, in this episode. Uh-huh, yeah. The first one, I think it's when they find the oxygen tank label, and a doctor says, if they were oh, on yeah. that floor, they must have been a geriatric patient. There's no way. And then Randy says, well, we better move fast. <laughs> like, not implying that they're fast, but implying that they're going to die yeah <laughs> and then also to go off that whenever he actually gets into johansson's room he, he has his hand on his gun when he walks in there and he's like oh yeah looking at him like oh this guy he's the murderer and he has his hand and uh-huh. solomar's like all right you might want to holster your weapon there lieutenant uh-huh. i thought that was cute okay so, so originally i had i like randy Payne, which seemed very evil i'm not gonna lie it seemed very evil but I've since changed that to I kind of liked when Randy hit himself on the table. It was funny. I don't know. It, it wasn't the usual comedy, but it was like it was nice to have some slapstick. I thought it was kind of shocking because Monk hits his leg first, right? Uh-huh. And so you're like, oh, my gosh, that hurts so bad. And then when Randy does it, for some reason, it's more surprising because uh-huh. you don't think like, oh, that would happen again. And sure yeah. enough, he's just like, bam, and you're like, oh, my God. Gosh, because you know how bad that hurts. Yeah. Like, you can't, you're just, you can't even talk. Like, that's where he was. He's just like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I hate that. Flashbacks, Candace. Flashbacks, I'm telling you. Okay, speaking of, Randy, (laughs) when he puts his leg, Monk first puts his leg and says, look, it's got to be Dr. Scott. He has the same bruise on his shin that I have. Look, and he pulls up his pants, Mm -hmm. you know, from the ankle. Yeah. And he says, Randy, you hit your leg too. Let's see your leg. <laughs> so and Randy just starts taking <laughs> off his pants. And Stalmar's like, whoa, what are you doing? He's like, I'm showing you my bruise. He's like, why don't you just pull your pant leg up? He's like, I'm already unbuckled. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. Oh, so dumb. Just a lot of Natalie moments. And specifically the Natalie moment at the end where she saves him. From death, that's going to be coming up in our Natalie versus Sharona episode, I will say. Okay, yeah, I will say that as well, actually. Mm. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, so they go into Johansson's room. So I was like, oh, gosh, this crotchety old man. Uh, but I actually started laughing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's he's talking to Monk, 
he says, oh, like, what do you, what's wrong with you? He's like, oh, I have a nosebleed. And he's like, you got a nosebleed? And he's like, what kind of a man comes to the hospital for a nosebleed? Or he said something like that. Yeah. And he's like, are you crying? And he's like, no. And he's like, you want to cry, though, don't you? <laughs> and Muggs is like, mm. And he's like, you're so soft. He's like, I'm going to call you soft serve. Okay, soft serve. And I make him sound like a bully, but he just has, like, that old man, like, yeah. accent. I don't know. And then. Um, That's true, yeah. And then who starts picking a fight with Monk? I don't know if it's in the same scene that's the first scene or whenever it's whenever he... Oh, I think it is. When he busts through. And Monk's by himself, right? He busts through the fake wall. Mm -hmm. And Johansson's like, what the heck are you doing in here? Get out of my room. He's like, you want to fight, buddy? You and me in the parking lot right now. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's like... Okay, calm down, guy. (laughs) And then he's like, where's my wallet? You took my wallet, didn't you? (laughs) He's like, "Uh, no, no, I didn't take your wallet. And he's like... Where is it? Oh, there it is. And he's like, there it is, $14. (laughs) Yeah, you're lucky this time. What a cranky old man. But I I was laughing. I was laughing at that. Okay, um, Prego Natalie Mm -hmm. throughout the entire episode. Literally the entire episode. Because I... You didn't notice at first. Every episode with Prego Nat, I'm like... Like, I always forget. It's I'm just watching, and then boom, it strikes. But... When did you figure it out? Because the very first scene, she's standing at the counter, so you don't think anything about her yeah. being pregnant. Then they go and sit in the waiting room together, and she has no, a clipboard, I, and then was, she has a purse. It was the, the the thing after the purse, and I was like, when she runs off screen, you she can has see a giant belly purse in front of her and belly. Like, yeah, I don't know. I'm just dumb. I always forget. I'm yeah, that. I also have. Monk's epic nosebleed, right? Which is the whole show. Yeah. But whenever he is talking to Dr. Scott in the bed, Mm -hmm. it is so funny. Whenever the doctor is kind of like explaining, like finishing his sentences for him. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, you have a nosebleed? Oh, yeah, it hasn't stopped. Yeah, it hasn't stopped. And he's like, and someone told you. He's like, mm-hmm. He's like, that it's a tumor or something. And I was like, oh, God, he said it. He said tumor. <laughs> That's what I have, a tumor. I have a basketball-sized tumor for the love of God. Get me a room. <laughs> I love that. Oh, it's, no, that was good. And all of his other nosebleeds, like, Almost all of his lines pertain to his nosebleed, and they're really funny, too. But I just love they that. They are funny. I That's... love his basketball-sized tumor. That's my favorite. Okay, we have our crazy Randy theory, right? Mm-hmm. That poor Randy. Okay, we'll say poor Randy. Now he needs to trademark all of his ideas because when he says them, they're crackpot. But when Monk says them, he's a genius. And <laughs> But I, I, I honestly... I've seen this episode a couple of times, and I've never actually, like, dissected what did he say that was so different about what Monk said. And so I went back, and I, I figured it out. So all he had to do was strap the monitor to his back, climb out the window, shimmy down one story, unspooling, you know, like 600 foot of wire along the way. Yeah, which is completely different from what <laughs> Monk says. But he could have done it. He's a veteran. It's the world's greatest generation. Pretty. <laughs> oh, so yeah, one liners. That was his. That was his crazy theory. And then my last thing, besides Natalie, obviously saving the day, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. 
I love her the signs that she gets. She's on the date. The waitress comes up to the table with a sprained wrist. Oh, and yeah. And I was like, oh, you're hurt. They're going to make you work on your day off or, you know, when you're hurt or whatever. Uh-huh. And she's like, oh, yeah, the boss is a pretty decent guy, so I don't want to leave him hanging. And Natalie's <laughs> like, oh, thanks. And so I'm like, oh, gosh, get him, get him, get him. Mm-hmm. And then the last one, she sees this like nurse helping this old blind gentleman like i guess she is oh, his yeah. nurse and she's like here you go sir and she's like oh, she's like you know i'd never leave you by leave your side or something it's so funny <laughs> and natalie's like oh crap i gotta go <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I, I just love i love all the signs that is all i have yes okay are you ready to get into this like candace yeah okay I'm not even going to ask you what you disliked this episode. Noah, what did you dislike about this episode? Well, thank you for asking, Noah. I didn't like the flu shot thing. Yeah. Because flashbacks, that's how my flu shot doctor did my shot. And 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 it just it was just PTSD all over again. I was seeing the I was seeing the battlefield happen in front of me, right? Mm-hmm. So that's my first dislike. Mm-hmm. What about you? Okay, cerebral hemorrhage lady. In the waiting room. Oh, my cousin's <laughs> husband had the same thing. And you know what it was? A cerebral hemorrhage. That's funny. That's and then he was though. dead. <laughs> like, all right, shut up, lady. What oh is wrong God. with you? This guy's already in the ER for a nosebleed. Like, why do you have to say that? It's either a nosebleed or he's going to die. And you want to be the one that tells him he dies. Calm down, please. Um, In the heat of the moment while writing, I wrote in all caps, what the heck? The doctor is crazy. <laughs> when he bludgeons people? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I put. I put Dr. Scott is a psychopath. He was literally beating everyone down. Yeah. Like, yeah. Beating them to death. Just, okay, so the oxygen tank is like, you're. it's very aggressive and abrupt and kind of yeah. scary, right? But it's also a very heavy tank. Mm-hmm. So you'd have to lift it and hit and hit. Yeah. But then when he goes to hit Monk with that crutch, he's just like, that's so psycho. Psycho. So psycho. Like creepy psycho. Uh, You? Okay, I know I put that he was funny, but Johansson was really mean. And then, like, he was, like, he was overall mean, and I was like, well, he was kind of funny. But then, he's a total traitor, and he tries to make Mr. Monk think that he's on his side. And he's like, oh, yeah, you're right. That is a good idea. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we'll be out of this together. And as soon as Monk walks out, he calls and tells on him and then almost gets him killed mm-hmm. because the doctor's crazy. So obviously yeah. he didn't know. Yeah. But I'm like, I, hated I thought he was nice. And then I was like, what a traitor. He is a traitor. This is so boring. This episode is, like, really boring. It's also very, like, quiet. Like the dentist episode. Remember that one? Mm-hmm. Where everything's just silent. Which I will the say, though. no dialogue. But the there's mu- more music. The there's music. more music. But just no dialogue, like, whatsoever. Yeah. The dentist was straight up silent. And we were yeah. like, hmm, that's weird. But, yeah. They just wanted you want to, like, sleep at, like, 3 o'clock. Yeah. It's just soothing. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I put, um, this was a painful episode. There was a lot of, I mean, obviously we're in the hospital, right? But nosebleeds, cauterizing, kneeing the table, monk just straight up being tortured, beaten, drugged, almost murdered. Like, it was it was very uh, cringy, like, and not in a good funny way, like Bumps' head, just in a straight up, like, painful, cringy way. Yeah. 
Yeah, Bumps' head is like, oh, wacky monk. With the, with the cringy part is the wife. Yeah. So you're like, oh, like, yeah. get away from him. In like a creepy, funny way. This was just creepy, this creepy. This was just like. Like makes you uncomfortable. Like, oh, God. He's going to die. He's going to die of allergy. <laughs> of allergy. Tetra. Te- I thought it was tetrachloridrine or something. What is it? Mm. It's not tetracycline. It is tetracycline. No, I promise. It's, that's a plot hole. I promise. It's tetracycline. Tetrachlor. Trust me. Let's look it up during plot holes. Fine. 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 Okay. Okay. All right, guess, are you out? I have one more. Okay. I have two more. So Natalie won't stay. Okay. That sucks. Yeah. And obviously, you know, I, I understand it is her day off. And she's and pregnant. I totally get exactly. And she's pregnant. And she's pregnant. Uh, but... <laughs> Exactly, she's pregnant. <laughs> but Monk is at the hospital this time. Like, every other time. Okay, you didn't want to come over and help him iron. Okay, that's fine. I get that. He, You don't want to help him put the ironing board up. It's but normally this, a two-person job. This is the hospital, yeah. But this is the hospital, so that's exactly, like, where do I draw the line at, like, okay, my it's Mr. Monk, it's my day off. I'm in the hospital, Natalie. Dang it. Okay. Yeah. I feel like there's the line right there, and yeah. Yeah. How is this the finale? That's my last one. How? That is exactly my last one. And we have to be harder on a finale because it's a finale. How you could, know, it's like... How could you give us the jury episode? And the hospital. Yeah. I'm, Candace was telling me that people do actually really like this one. And I'm sorry, I can't agree. I... Yeah. I, I put that it was boring and how, like, how is this the finale as well? I, I love like you guys, but there's... And I don't know, maybe if it was a different context or something where we were watching it, I don't know, a different time or something, but just for the most part, it was like... I mean, we were, like, tired, I guess? It was like, See, because I wasn't tired. You seemed I was, tired. I was. But then, and it made me, I guess, be a little bit more of a critical eye because I'm thinking, okay, well, Noah's kind of tired watching this, and... I'll make sure that he's paying attention on, like, a funny part or an interesting part. Uh-huh. And those were very few and far between. So it was, it like... It made you realize, like, It made me realize, like, yeah, this isn't... This isn't keeping me entertained, either. I can see if you're tired. Like, of course it's not going to keep you entertained. Yeah. So then that made me go, yeah. It was kind of boring. Wasn't the best... Wasn't the best finale, I will say. Yeah. And so here's the thing, right? Everybody wants a great season opener and a great finale Mm -hmm. but if you think about it if you have a crappy season premiere you can always try to make it better on the next episode if you are have a bad season finale like how does that make people want to come back for the next season yeah that's true like you know so like well i'll give it another chance like in another year i'll give it another chance i don't know yeah that's just i'm being i'm being a little harsh but i'm just thinking like you gotta pull out all the stops like the jury honestly yeah and I, 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 th- I think it was, the if action, I remember the comedy, you have to show them what Monk's about on the last episode and why they love the show. Yeah, I feel right? like yeah, I feel like this has got to be, and I'm sure we'll talk about this. So far, I feel like this is one of the weakest this is, this or the, the worst season finale yeah. or opener. Yeah, I think so. This all right, or know. the other detective. I don't. I don't really like the other detective. It's all right, yeah. but but I would think arguably and ob- completely objectively that that episode was way better than this episode. Yeah, I, I would say so. Yeah. 
He's the guy. Okay, per use, I'm just going to sit back. Yeah, sit back and eat your rice. I'll just yeah, sit, go I'll ahead. Just go sit ahead. back and eat my rice. Okay, I have some good ones today, though, guys. I have some good ones. Okay, let's start with Hank Johansson, okay? I saw him, and I was like, oh, this guy. I'm not going to say he's very famous. He's not. I don't think. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> he, he did. He has 214 credits as an actor. Whoa. Yeah. He did. He died in 2012. <gasps> yeah. His name is Charles Durning. And okay. he, he was in Everwood. Okay. I, oh, I, my. Okay, but hang on. No, he's actually what I was like, oh, I know I know him. I actually honestly don't even know what. I'm sure he was a patient on Everwood because lots of people are patients on that show. Mm-hmm. But I recognize him from Everybody Loves Raymond. He was Father Hubley because they're like Catholic, I think. Because uh-huh. they're Italian and they're Catholic. And he's Father Hubley and he's really funny on that show. Okay. So that's how I know him. Okay. Mm-hmm. The second thing is... More of a question, okay? Okay. I recognized the nurse. Did you recognize the nurse? The nice one or the mean one? The mean one. No. Okay. I recognized her, so I looked her up. And if someone could clear this up, maybe they made a mistake. Maybe I just cannot find this at all. She's credited, paying attention. Okay, She's credited as Nurse Ullman as... Like, it's the same character okay. once in 2007, which is this episode, okay. and another one in 2006. Wow. So, so she's in another episode? Somewhere between season four, I think the end of season four and the middle of season five, she is supposedly Nurse what? Ullman in another episode. And I looked through the episodes, not like I looked through them as far as the names of them and tried to think... When else... Have we been to, like, a hospital? Yes. And Never. I can only thought, like, Mr. Monk can't see a thing. He burns his eyes. That's... They They only show him in, like, the optometrist, and the optometrist is just a doctor. There's mm-hmm. no nurse. So if anybody can... If, if you just, like, find out that this is straight up wrong, then I'm not crazy. But if you can help me just ease this... Yeah. ...craziness, let me know if you find... Nurse Ullman, and she's like, I don't know, she's obviously, what is that, like, um, Europe, some type of European yeah. accent. So, if you could help me out with that, that'd be awesome. Um, the next person is, okay, Dr. Scott, okay, is played by Dan Butler. Okay. And I know you've seen this show, but you may not have seen him yet on this show. He is on Frasier. Okay. And he is, because you know Frasier is a radio host. Of course. He is Bob the Bulldog Briscoe, and he is he's actually really funny, but he's really crass, and he hosts the Gonzo Sports Show, and he's like, hey, arf, arf, it's Bulldog Briscoe, and he always hits on Roz, and she's like, ew, drop dead, and he's he's really funny, and his, his little bit is like, hey, where's my pencil? Where's my pencil? Where is it? This stinks. This is total BS. Oh, here it is. <laughs> <laughs> and he literally like that he says it exactly that way he's like wait where's my cup where is it this stinks this is total bs oh <laughs> here it is <laughs> every time and it gets you every time and it's really funny so anyways he actually like he was and i want to say in the first so couple dumb. of seasons he was like a main person like like you know, rival. like no 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 like a rival but also like like on the actual like posters for it, where they had like the you know the main family oh. on the poster, he's like on the poster, like a he main was that. Character. Yes, a main character. So I'm sure that they were thinking as far as 
season finales go, that having this guy would be a really yeah. great idea. However, he is such a great comedian. And in this episode, he's not funny. He's, like he's evil and he's a villain. And so it's, you know what I mean? And like, for me, I'm like, oh, it's Bob the Bulldog Briscoe. I love it. And they, they call him Bulldog for short. Like, uh-huh. he's Bulldog. So I'm like, oh, it's Bulldog. I think I've seen him. I think I've seen him. Yeah, I sure. feel like you have. And so it's like, why did you choose him? Like, this could have been like another detective scenario. Yeah. Like, like a he's real funny guy. He, exactly. He's really funny, funny way funny enough to do that. I think uh-huh. having him as a villain was the wrong direction. Yeah. I, I, I really think so. Okay, so get excited about my last one. I'm excited. I'm okay. excited. Do you remember on the season four bonus features? Yes. When we went to the writer's room yes. and they were talking about the big reward or whatever. Yes. Remember we were watching that? Okay. Do you remember them talking about the detective consultant? Yes. His name was John Perkins. Yes. Okay. He was in this episode. No way. Yes. He is the guy, right when they go into the crime scene, he's the CSI guy who says, look, I think there was another person here. There's a drop of blood on the floor. That was him. I'm pretty sure they said in, in it, like, sometimes he has a cameo or something. Since he's just on set, like, all the time. Isn't that cool, though? I saw that on the trivia. I thought you might see it, but that I guess you didn't. That is awesome. It was on the little x-ray. It said the detective consultant, John Perkins, and I was like, hey, we know who that is. We do know Because we watch the bonus features, and so we know, like, John Perkins is the guy that helps them, like, with their police work and makes it more accurate and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. I thought that was cool. That is cool. All right. I'm done with He's the Guy. I liked it. It was fun. It was, it was, it was exciting. It was everything. It was, it was, it was good. Junk time. Okay. My rice is cold, Candace. What oh. you've done? You've made me talk so much that my rice is cold. I must eat my shade. Oh, rice. this looks like a brown sugar. Yeah, it is. Cinnamon. Mmm. Surprise. If you've been hearing this, it's my ice and my Dr. Pepper. So don't judge me. My, actually, I have only one, one question. Really? And also, instead of calling it junk time, I called it cringe time. Ooh. Okay. And hopefully you have a story, but I don't, I'm not sure if you will, but I don't know this about you. In have you person? ever been to the hospital? Yes. Twice. Okay. Well, I don't like to talk about it. Just kidding. I am literally Harry Potter, everyone. I'm sorry. You knew about this, right? You have a scar on your forehead. I have two scars on my forehead. Okay. And I only knew that because you said I'm spot. Harry Potter. That was my in the exact in the like one of them facing upward, the other one facing cross, cross you know, like okay. like a little plus side of it. Okay, so you're Harry so, Potter basically. So I'm like Harry Potter who is negatively negatively charged, but I'm positively charged because oh, it's a, it's a plus. I know, so clever. That give, is very clever. Give it I, like green. That. I know. So basically, I'm Harry Potter, right? And how I got my battle scars, very amusing. <laughs> when I was like. They're starting to fade, which makes me sad. And so, I was, I was, I was a little boy, right? And I'm, I'm, I'm at a picnic with all my family, and we're just chilling. I'm under the picnic table. Um, I don't know if my mom called me or anything because I don't remember. I was like four, and I don't remember anything from like last week. And also head trauma. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
I don't know if my mom called me or anything, but I look up from under, if anyone's eating, just throw it's it away. It's cringe time. Throw it away. It's cringe time right now. So I look up as little four-year-old me would under a picnic table, and there's just an exposed nail just chilling there. Yikes. Oh, God. And, ooh, baby, is my forehead ready to go in there. <laughs> so my forehead just leaps on into that nail. So there I am. Basically shot with a bullet, with <laughs> punctured skull, punctured brain, and now to this day, there's a nail on my head. No, um, <laughs> they just they just patch up the hole and it's just chilling in there. But yeah, we 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 rushed over, and for as long as I can remember, I had this scar, right? And I I really didn't know much about it, right? But that <laughs> here comes scar number two because. Scar number one wasn't traumatic enough for me because I remember this one now. This is the one thing I remember from, like, fourth grade. And I was, like, seven or, like, eight or nine or something. And it was it was the most terrifying thing I ever went through. I think it was second grade, actually. I, it was the most terrifying thing I ever went through. I'm getting, I'm getting chills just thinking about it. So it's, it's a normal morning, and I'm, I'm waking up for school. And then, bah. My mom wakes me up, bah, go get showered, bah, I get in the shower. What is the bah noise? It's me, it's me transitioning from, oh, okay. if, if you're, oh, you're making a movie in your mind, it's oh, like, okay. bah, like oh. switch, you know? Okay. Are you making a movie in your mind? Yeah. Okay, so I'm in the shower, right? You don't have to make this part. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, really, really? Really? It's important to the story. Okay. Okay. I'm in the shower, right? So I'm showering, and I don't know what I was doing because I only remember the scary part. But I'm in the shower, and for some reason, our shower has, like, a little table thing with, like, a... a, a like a seat. Like a little seat, yeah, yeah, that you can sit your little beauty buds on, right? And you just sit on there, and you, you I don't know, wash yourself. I don't know why it's there. You have an old man seat. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. And I was just, I don't know, singing or something. I fell, ladies and gentlemen. I fall in the shower on that sill. Just, I'm, I'm doing a recreation for Candace right now. Did you see it? So you were singing or you were sleeping? I don't know. Oh, I think I fell asleep. I fell asleep. I fell asleep. Wait, how do you know that? I think you, did you mention this the other day? In the, some t- context, you said, I fell asleep in the shower. And I was like, what? How do you fall asleep in the shower? No, but you that, didn't tell me the story. Happened. I fell asleep in the shower. Yeah. I told you I don't remember a lot of things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I don't remember the story. I, you you almost like were starting to tell it or something. You mentioned I just, it. I just remember the traumatic parts, right? So there's blood like everywhere. Like the drains just filled with blood. Goodness. They drew with me, drew with me. I'm like, mom, mom, I'm, not, I'm gonna die. This is this is the end. And my mom's like, holy fuck, he's gonna die. This is the end, right? And they're all running, and my little sisters and siblings and everyone were running because we were supposed to go to school that day. But little did I know, my head was gonna be cracked open. And we're all running, and we're all running, and boom, we get to the car, and I'm just, I have, I have like, I was just crying so hard, and. I was I I had I had a towel like a white towel. I mean, I just remember like 
like putting my the towel up to my head and the towel just being red after I was like, it was scary oh, and also apparently the first one I didn't cry or something like oh. I had the nail through my head and I was just like okay oh, that's what my mom tells me that yeah. I didn't cry the whole time but the second time I cried like a cry baby because I remember that yeah I was like she oh, also knew what was going on yeah by this time yeah I was it, Oh, I hated the second and one. And this is kids. why you bathe your children. I know. Instead of letting them stand up in the shower. I don't, I don't know. I also fell asleep in the shower. So. Maybe you know, Never mind. Because they can all sleep in the tub. <laughs> they can all. <laughs> never mind. No, we're not giving you any type of advice on how to bathe your children. Just forget it. Just forget it. Okay. Friendly tip. Make sure your children are alert. Awake. While rested, okay. then shower or bathe them. Your choice. Not responsible so, for any accident. Have you been to the to the to the hospital once? Oh jeez, okay. It's not that. It's really not that exciting. So Dude, I swear, junk time is probably the worst when people don't care about our like just us in general. Like they're like, oh my gosh, be over our yeah. <laughs> so just buckle up. It's Check Monk podcast. Okay, so mine's not that interesting as that. That was very dramatic. I like that. Anyhow, I know. <laughs> I it was I think I was in junior high, like seventh or eighth grade, and my stomach was just hurting, like in a really like uncomfortable, uh. like like painful, but not but not excruciating pain where you're like, Oh my gosh, I'm gonna die. Just very uncomfortable, uneasy feeling. And I was like rolling around all night. And I remember I was on the phone with you know, my husband now, we, he mm-hmm. was my boyfriend then, and he was like, golly, why are you being such a baby? And I was like, I'm not being a baby. I Like, I, my stomach hurts. And he's like, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then so I finally, like, wake up in the middle of the night, probably, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. And I was like, Mom, I don't, I don't, I don't want to go to the hospital. It's too expensive. <laughs> she was like, uh, don't worry about money. We're going to the hospital. Oh, no. And I was like. Uh, okay, so we go to the hospital. They take forever to do all this testing, and they're like, "Yep, you have appendicitis." I'm like, "Dang it!" And then so I called my boyfriend at five o'clock in the morning, and I'm like, "I know." I call his house, and I was like, "Hello." <laughs> I'm like, "Is he? Is he there?" And she's like, "Okay." <laughs> I'm I'm so lucky that she didn't say. No. Oh, I think she might have. And I said, oh, I'm in the hospital. And she was like, oh, okay, sweetie. Hang on. I'll get him. And so she got on the phone. He's like, Dang, hello? Pulled that no. Car. no, and then, and then she was like, hello. He was like, hello. And I'm like, oh, I was just telling you, I'm in the hospital. I have appendicitis. He's like, okay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. That was okay, anticlimactic. <laughs> I thought I was dying, and he's like, ah, maybe I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah, so um, that's, that's, that's basically that was, it. Okay. It's just a regular old case of appendicitis, and maybe I was being a bit traumatic, but um, I was still like, I was 13, probably. Okay, actually, the traumatic part was... So this is like two months later or something. I'm uh-huh. back at school and I'm like, oh, we can get back to normal or whatever. And the they're like, all my friends, including my boyfriend, is all they're all going on a field trip. And I'm like, wait, what field trip? What's going on? 
And I'm like, oh, yeah, when you were out, oh, no. we all had... The signed thing. This permission slip. No. You, you don't have a signed one, so you can't go. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I had a bit of sinus and I can't go. I'm, like, I I'm so sorry. It's like, so I cried. <laughs> Field trips are the best. <laughs> I cried. I was like... They're leaving me, and so I got left for the field trip. Is that not the that worst is thing? The saddest thing. So traumatic. Okay, uh, junk time has gone on for long enough. So let's back back to your scheduled programming. I guess. All right, here we go. Plot holes. All right, my first plot hole is sorry, John Perkins, but your one line I have an issue with. There was someone else in here. There's a drop of blood on the ground. Like, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, you pointed this out. And I was like, what? The killer? The killer was in there. Mm-hmm. That's who else was in the room. What if it's the killer's blood? Did I like miss something? Like, why would that line be clever? Like, or, you know what I mean? Like, why would that line make any sense? Am I, am I missing something? Yeah. Why would you ask that? Yeah, the dead guy? Someone else was in the room? It was the killer. End Crazy. of story. <laughs> End of story. Why would you keep a coffee table with such a high risk injury rate? Yeah. Like the four like four out of the eight people we see there, one half of the people are like, ah, God. Yeah, and I I don't know, like, did he keep the coffee table that crooked, or were we supposed to think that the guy hit no, his knee I don't think he, on I don't the think coffee he table? I think he just kept the coffee table crooked because people are just evil like that. Like that That's, flu shot lady, you remember? Yeah. So like, why was the why was the room all messed up? Also, because that's what I was thinking. Like the crooked coffee table, how would it be made crooked? He just kind of walks around it, beats yeah. the guy, and then there was no like the, it cuts. It cuts, and then they go in there, and like the lamp is thrown around, and there's all these files thrown around. I guess they were trying to make it seem like they ransacked the place, but why? Did they ever explain oh, yeah, why? Yeah, because they wanted to seem like it was a junkie or something, right? Yeah, but a junkie wouldn't be looking for drugs in a doctor's office. Yeah. 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 I feel like there's a couple of plot holes in there, but yeah. Yep. You want to go next? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Why? Oh. I thought you said, do you want to go next? Oh, I'm sorry. And But no, you can. I have, I have no, a couple more. No, you can more. go. Have no, to... you can go. Okay. That's fine. All right. So where were Stottlemyre and Disher during the time that... Monk is walking through the fake wall. Uh-huh. Where are they then? Where are they whenever he gets beaten? Yeah. Where are they after he I gets beaten? Doing their job. And Golly. But I thought they were investigating that murder. I guess. And then he was investigating the murder. Multiple murders. Hmm. I just thought it was weird too that after he is beaten and he's in his hospital room. That Stottlemyre or Randy didn't go visit him and like I or guess. anything or see that his chart said Mr. Butterworth or anything like yeah. they left it. They left the story up to Natalie to come back from her date and not Randy and the captain who've been with him the entire time. He's they're with him the whole time. Like oh Natalie's not with you. Monk still has a nosebleed, mm-hmm. and they're just like all right, see ya. Where did they go? I feel like that, you know what I mean? I feel like that was inconsistent. Yeah. Where did they go? They knew that he was by himself and they left him too. So I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Why was it Monk afraid of the hospital? Very germ place. Am I wrong? I'm afraid of the hospital because it's like, 
And my my parents are afraid of the hospital because it's like, eh, don't sit there. There's like germs there. Hmm. Am I wrong? Like I it's it's a, it's a germ place to be, you know? I wonder if that's on his list. It probably yeah. is. Yeah. But I guess head wounds are higher on the list than hospitals. That's true. You just maybe That's true, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Water leaks in the ceiling. If you're watching a water leak and then it goes over into the next room, that does not mean that that room was once adjoining to the room next to it. If the leak is coming from above the roof, that could just be anything. Do you remember what I'm talking about or no? Remember he keeps looking up and he sees those green stains? Yeah. And he's like, oh, there was a leak. And then he goes to the other room and he looks on the other side and is like, oh, the leak is over here too. And puts that together that that would mean the rooms were adjoining. But if there was a roof leak or something right there, why would that mean that y'all's rooms were adjoining at one time? Yeah, that doesn't make sense. I don't get how that would be a clue to that. Yeah, that isn't much of a clue. All it takes is one pipe to burst in one spot. Also, why does it, why do they have to do that whole like fake wall thing? Couldn't you just walk out and then walk in? Yeah, I don't understand. What that were, was dumb. Yeah, yeah, were they like watching the doctor's room or I don't something? I think so. Because, because if they were watching the doctor's room, it then, was right next door. Yeah. To the other room. That's dumb. Yeah, no. I don't dumb. understand that either. I feel like I guess there's no security holes. cameras in the rooms. There are security cameras in the hallways. But it's not like this guy is the same build. Johansson is a big guy. And Scott is not. Yeah. He's bald. Johansson is not. That's true. Okay, our last one. I told you to trust me. Here we go. I'm going to trust you. Tetracycline is what Mr. Monk is allergic to. Right? Mm-hmm. Tetrachloridrine oh. is what is in the Neptune bars and Mr. Monk goes home again. Oh, oh, doing your research. That's why you were like tetrachloridrine. Wait, tetracycline. It's not tetracycline. I'm like, yeah, it is because I thought the same thing. What? And my, I was like, no, my it's brain c-. is deceiving me. What? So now I did not do my research as to see if either of those drugs were a real thing. I don't think they are. I would guess that Moment they're not. Of truth. Look it up on your fancy new phone. I know. When I type in tetrachloridrine, it's it has things that say like world's deadliest poisons, ten poisons and their horrifying effects. But when you click on those links, they're not even. It's not it, even nothing it. says tetrachloridrine, and also the fourth search to pop up is Mr. Monk goes home again. So, so we think it's tetrachloridrine is fake, but yeah, we found some luck with tetracycline, the and the 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 thing from this episode, ladies and mm-hmm. gentlemen. So. It can treat acne and skin infections. Which is was that would that be a plot hole that he would be using that? Why would he have a skin or acne? But it's just does it maybe used to treat something else as well? Alright guys, so basically after our extensive thirty second research, if you get we don't uh, know if, if you get the black plague, you are alright because all you have to do is eat some <laughs> Neptune bars. That's not even the right one. <laughs> Please, don't eat the Neptune bar. <laughs> don't take advice from no, us either. Yeah, please stop. Golly. Okay. All right. I think we're good. I think we're good. Let's move on. How crazy was Monk this episode? Plus crazy moments. Okay. Um, crazy moments? Um, do you want to do out of oh, 10? Oh, out of 10. Out of 10, this is not very creative. 
out of 10 nosebleeds. Okay. Was, was, well, we're so creative. Was, I put out of 10 bloody tissues. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. There was another one I thought of, though. Out of 10 crooked coffee tables. That one's good. That one's better. There was out, of, out of 10 tetracycline. Yeah. That's my Out of 10 bags good. of tetracycline. Out of 10 poison. Out of 10 drops me. of tetracycline. Ooh. Enough to kill Mr. Monk. <gasps> 10 drops. Okay, out of 10 nosebleed tissues, we'll combine them. Combined. Combined, okay. Okay, a wound that is on my head, <laughs> therefore a head wound. And then giving Natalie flack about the ironing board. It's a two-person job. Whatever, she speaks Vietnamese, so she could tell that he's lying straight off the bat because she speaks Vietnamese. Yeah. And then he'll be sitting over there. Uh, he thinks he's out of blood. Oh, yeah. He thinks he's hemorrhaging. That, with a, a basketball-sized tumor. With a basketball-sized And he wants to be checked in for two or three days. I don't remember when he said this, but he's like, it was going to hurt. Oh, oh, he's talking about the shot. No, that's or whatever. A- the, the, what's it called? Maybe is it my last one is it hurts before he does anything. Where the doctor goes to yeah, touch yeah, him, and he's, yeah. like, he's like, oh, oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> he's like, I haven't done anything yet. It's like, But it was going to yeah, hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's it. That was my last one. Oh, okay, well, that's, well, how crazy was Monk this episode out of 10 nosebleed tissues? I gave him a two. I gave him a three. Okay. Same, I think, I think we're probably thinking along the same lines. Um, hopefully, we're thinking about along the same lines for rate this episode, because... Rate this episode. Okay, Candace. You told me that a lot of people like this episode, so I'm not sure they're going to be very happy with my scores. Well, look, you butchered my Mr. Monk is at your service episode, so I, I can I can handle it. Go, okay, go I am giving this episode, it's a 9 out of 10. I'm just kidding. It's a 3.5, ladies and This episode was garbage. I hated every second of so, this. So it was only 0.5 underneath Mr. Monk is at your service? Or do you need to change Miss, your... I think I'm going to change you, Mr. Monk and your service to like five. I think you have to. I think. I, I would say that Mr. Monk is at your service is 0.5 more above that. Like more than that. More than 1. 0.5. 1. 0.5? So it's, it's I'm, I'm saying it, it's more than yeah, 0. Yeah, 0.5 you're above. Right. I think I'm going to give... I'm going to go in. Okay. While well, Noah is replanning his... We're, we're, I mean, guys, this is it. This is yeah. it. We're on the last episode of the season, so I'm allowing him to change <laughs> this yeah. before we do our rankings because it's going to get real, real quick. But anyway, for as for my thoughts, I'm not going to lie, this has been the least entertained by an episode that I have been thus far on at least our episodes. Like maybe it's there was the some... worst episode, point blank, not even like finales or anything. Yeah. It's just bad. Yeah. Uh, the mystery was just okay. Like, the he snuck out of his room. I feel like we punched too many plot holes in that for it yeah. to not be clever. And it just wasn't, it wasn't terribly funny either. Natalie wasn't in it. And, you know, the only real, like, comedy we got was Mr. Monk's nosebleed and then Randy saying funny things. And it just it was a cringy, cringy episode. 
And not for it being bad, at least that, like, it's not like, oh, gosh, this episode's so bad, it's cringy. It's just the content of the episode was cringy. And it's really unfortunate that this was the season finale. But, hey, good news, there's always season six. There's always that's, season six. It's exciting. Okay, so, but six. for me, far below average for me on this one, I gave it a 10.5. So... Which of five? I usually, but for me, a monk average episode is a ten point seven. So this is I'm, this is the lowest score I've ever given. So. Yeah, I don't know, that's just not true. I think you've given a four. I don't I think, think so. you've given a four. I would never. A three point <laughs> five for sure. Finale. They dare bait us like that. A finale episode, and it's like that. And okay. No. Okay. No. I'm sorry. Hang on. I'm thinking though. Now they did choose to make this the finale. I wonder if this was the last one to be filmed. Probably. You know what I mean? Because they because they film out of order and they play things out of order. Because it's just boring and silent. Okay. This is where the timeline doesn't match up, right? My brain. Natalie is pregnant before Mr. Monk is on the air and after Mr. Monk is on the air. Yeah. So they either. Did that after she was pregnant or before she was pregnant? And I would assume they did it before. Yeah. But why not make that episode the season finale? That would have been killer. That would have been really good. That would have been really that would have been like ooh that like competes for the top one of the top okay, season whoa, finales. Whoa, 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 the jury though. I said mm-hmm. one of okay, the okay, top okay, season finales. Like if those were the two that you were comparing, you'd be then, like, oh wow. Yeah, they're they're actually they have a better chance than yeah. three point five over here. <laughs> so yeah, Terrible. we we really are genuinely sorry if this is one of your favorite episodes. We weren't feeling it. Please feel free to contact us though and tell you, us why this episode like, is your favorite. If this is one of your favorites. A- Leave us a voicemail. Give us a voicemail and just go off. Like, this is, like, the best episode. I love it so much because blah, blah, blah. I would love that so much. Me too. Like, let us know if you're like, no, it shows this and this and this. And we get to see blah, 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 blah. Let us know. That would be awesome. You you don't have to leave us a voicemail. That's just our favorite. But you can reach us on Instagram, email, Twitter, Facebook, whatever. Whatever you want to. Yeah. Um, We really do just want to hear your thoughts. Yes. If this is one of your favorites. So. So, I think... It's closing time. Time for us to go and eat our food. Food. And heat it up. And, and heat, heat it up. And heat it up. Digest it and chew it. And chew it up. Bye from Little Monk. Adios. Bye. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Junk Monk Podcast. We'd love to hear from you, so please give us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us at Junk Monk Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. If you want to know more about Candice, she's at Hardens and Hardhats on Instagram. And if you want to know more about me, Noah L., subscribe to my vlog, Noah Hernandez, on YouTube. Also, you can leave us a voicemail at 323-366-0477 with your questions, comments, or just to show us some love. Don't forget to catch up on Monk with Amazon Prime Video, and of course, subscribe to our show. You'll thank me later.